Welcome to the family with Andy Rampernard, JB, and we'll be right back. Catherine doesn't come in on Fridays, neither does Alex. Cassie will be in on Monday or Tuesday, I believe, which is good news. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. We are the... So we started today's show with a lie. JB said he had a job interview. We know that's BS. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't get the job. Well, but... you didn't get the job? What? No. What do you mean you didn't get the job? No, it was... I, actually, I was lucky I didn't get it because the job was misposted. Misposted? How was it misposted? They didn't mean to post it? No, it was posted incorrectly. Oh. Well, what did it say it was going to be? The job duties were... Well, it said that it would be... Um, $10 million a year. No. Exactly. No, it was um, buying apparel, which I used to do for in the athletic department right. and yeah, gifts absolutely. which i used to do in the athletic yeah, department right right get to the job interview and it's all like young female college teenage buying that stuff and makeup it's like yeah. i would have never applied for that no job. that would not have been that <laughs> yeah, would not have no. been in your wheelhouse that's for sure yeah i don't know why that stuff happens i, I you know whatever whatever i guess is the only way you can put it isn't it um you know, we're in a situation here. i got to run something by you because I, I can't believe that this is pronounced the way they're saying it. it's pronounced. Okay, you know about these, uh, well, I can't say the word, the, the Muslims in China, you know about them? Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have a pronunciation in here, so I can't tell if it's true or not, but I oh, asked. Oh, yeah. You saw what the pronunciation is, Andy? Mm-hmm. There's no way it could be pronounced that way. Let me make sure. At least not in America. Let's see. Oh, yeah, the... It is? Well, it's tough because Chinese has a lot of phonemes that don't exist in English, no, so you true. kind of have to approximate. Well, they, they, did, a, they did a spelling, uh, I mean, me a pronunciation guide in three different places, and they all said the same thing. So the Muslims in China are called, it's spelled U-I or U-Y-G-H-U-R-S. Okay? U-I-G-H-U-R-S. You know how it's pronounced? No. Wigger. Oh. Okay. You don't want to be pronouncing it like that Mm -hmm. because certain urban white people were referred to as that back in the day. I saw there was like, 
well, I heard a story, and I said, "What that guy just say?" Uh, that's the way they're going to have. Look, if you're going to be if you're going to do business in America, you're going to have to change the pronunciation of your name. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can call it, call it Uggers. No, that's not even mm-hmm. actually that's not even any better, is it? Uhwer, what that Uhwer? Here's the Chinese pronunciation, courtesy of Google Translate. We were. There you go. That's better. We were. We were is better. The way we were. We'll go with we were. We were. So these are Muslims in China. That's correct. And that's how they want to be. That's what their name is in Turkish. I think I think it might be Turkish. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or that's how the Chinese is pronouncing their name. Way were is how the Chinese pronounce it. Way were the Chinese pronounce it. Uh. Oh, they have their own language, so that's what... Oh, so there you go, all right. Except in their language, it's... Yeah, in their language, it's Uyghur. So... <laughs> or Uyghur, more... Oh, Uyghur, you better hit more that More accurately. E. <laughs> better hit that E really hard. Uh, but they, still. They should really concentrate on trying to change that. Yeah, try to change it. If you're going to come to America, don't, don't say that's who you are. Because it's not going to fly. I'm just telling you. All right, in any case, we got that straightened away, so you agree, change your name. Yes. Okay. Well, my thing is, if it's them who's doing it, then change your name. Mm, yeah. America's dirty little secret about our underwear. Did you know we had a dirty little secret about our underwear? Only in America, though, apparently. Mm. Did you know about this? Because Anyone? we're only dumb enough to write stuff about it. Yeah, really. You might not have to wash your bra after every use, but people generally put their underwear in the laundry bin just after just one wear, though it seems that may have been a terribly naive assumption on our part. USA Today reports a new survey by undergarment maker Tommy John that polled 1,000 American... What the hell was that? <laughs> Is that your phone? No. I'll turn off my ringer. Just oh, that's your case. ringer. No, it wasn't. But well, I don't have a ringer. Well, whose phone is this? Uh, oh, that's the podcast phone. Oh, well... Why pod- did it do that? Apparently somebody's calling in. <laughs> it sounded like a text message. Yeah, it I've, was. I've heard it pronounced Uyghurs from... Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a listener. Oh, well, there you go. I've heard it pronounced Uyghurs <laughs> from listening to Welfare Radio. <laughs> that would be PBS, baby. Well, yeah, P- PBS and NPR aren't going to be saying Uyghur, that's for sure. Oh, that's for sure. They will not be saying <clears throat> All right, if it goes off again. Thank you. I like the fact that we got a text alert. That works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little much, though. Maybe I'll change it to be like a ding or something. Ding. That'd be good. Probably be better. Uh, Tommy John polled 1,000 American adults on their underwear hygiene habits and it unearthed a dirty little secret, namely that 45% of those surveyed admitted they'd kept the same pair of uh, underwear on for two or more days. See, I couldn't do that. No. Not happening. No. No way in hell. None for me. <laughs> Not happen. Sometimes I change my underwear twice in one day. I so was say that happens. Yeah. <laughs> what is that funkiest man? <laughs> there must be. Well, you remember what Red Fox said. Gotta wash your head. Wash your head. <laughs> absolutely right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, they, they keep it on uh, for two or more days with 13% copping out to not change their underwears, undies, excuse me, for a week or more. 13% of 13%. people? 13%. That's messed up. Oh, my God. No wonder there's some funk. Yeah, for, and people wonder why I don't want to go in public pools. <laughs> yeah, gee, I wonder why not. 13% of the people who swam in there have been wearing their underwear for well, a week. And let me ask you a question, mm. JB. Yeah? I have never, ever heard as many beaches closed down for E. coli as we have right now in, you know, in, 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 in Minneapolis. Minnesota. Right, I know. It's yeah. just crazy. Is everybody just not washing their butt anymore, or are they taking no. a dump right Well, that's the where or? E. coli comes from. So. They are, yeah. supposedly, the, the theory is people are just going in the lake. Instead of hosing off first. No, no, no. They're, they're pooping in the lake. In the, right. But While why? Because do they that. don't want to leave. The only thing I've ever done is thrown up in a lake. I did that once. <laughs> well, they don't. Can't really supposedly, help that. they don't want to leave or get out to go take care of business. Oh, so time. so so because you're too lazy, mm-hmm. we have to swim in your E. coli. Right. Mm. There are little children that could have died from that. Do yeah. those yeah. dumb bastards know that? E. Coli that? is pretty serious for kids. Seriously, a little kid. Let's say you you bring your little one year old in there. You're bouncing around in the water. Oh, isn't this fun? Ha ha ha. The kid goes home and dies because you took a dump. <laughs> yeah, Andy, I think you might have to be. You can hand that over. I'll, uh... Okay, we let can... me see what the let me see what the latest message is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there were times 
Oh, actually, why don't you read these in because you have to open it. <laughs> well, it's not locked, so. Oh, I just wanted to make sure I didn't mess something up. Um, no, supposedly when that whole thing happened around the 4th of July at the, at the beach at Lake, uh, Lake Minnetonka, mm-hmm. uh, they showed the amount of young people partying in, in there and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, which tons, yeah. And they just figured that there were people just refusing. They were either so drunk or <sighs> so lazy, they refused to get out of the water to take care of business. Here's what I don't understand, though. Okay, so you you drop your, your swimsuit and you drop a deuce. Wouldn't you be worried about what's going back up your butt when that comes out? <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be part of it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, wait a minute. I don't know about that action. Nah, that sucks. Yeah, what are you going to do? And he's trying to find a ringer, right? That's not bad. Right. Yeah, that's, not, that's fine. That'll do. Yeah, because then we'll know we get a message. Would you read the messages that are already on there? It's Joe saying that sometimes in the military you couldn't change for a couple of days. But well, yeah. It's a yeah. little different than. A little different. I just don't feel like it for a Indeed. week. Indeed. But, um,. No, so, yeah, that's what's happening. People are refusing. And it's part of what I've figured, I've really starting to notice. This generation of young adults between 18 and, like, 25. Yeah. And I don't know what they're referred to, but it should be the lazy ones because they're lazy about everything. It's because the world is so convenient. Yeah. I mean, there's you can do things that even 20 years ago would take weeks to do because everyone's got a supercomputer in their pocket. Right. Yeah, they can look true. any information up at any time. They have got, they got internet access everywhere whereas 20 years ago you had to like go in, That's dial true. the dial-up number yep. and then it was slow as hell. But yeah, they um they won't recycle, even though you have, like, a trash station there. But the same like, one's bitching about, about the clean, clean earth. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's oh, what I was going to say. It just drives me nuts. You look in the trash, and yeah, I don't their get pot that. bottles and cans are mixed in with the regular trash. I, I just, it's not even hard to recycle. No, right. not at all. Are you, mm. Even now, the university is trying to, like, even separate the organics. Right, yeah. Oh, for composting? For compost. Right. We're thinking of getting a compost bin. And, right. you know, we have the special compost bags and all these things, and they still throw everything in the trash. Everything. I don't get it. They just, they're too lazy to stand there for 30 seconds and go, okay, the can goes here, the apple core goes there, right. the brown yeah. paper stuff is all com- also compostable, and then the rest of this crap is trash. Well, I wonder... If it's because they are being told that the Earth is already doomed, which is we've ridiculous. destroyed the Earth, everything's going to be dead in ten years. No. So why even bother recycling? The other thing I'm hearing from them is, well, nothing really gets recycled. Well, that's pretty much true, by the way. Well, aluminum definitely gets recycled if you put it in the recycling because it's actually very valuable. Yes, but, I mean, like paper, I get it'll it's going to biodegrade, so it's really it's not that important. Yeah, plastic, sorry, plastic. Well, the problem st- is there's two ways to recycle plastic, and most recyclers do it the cheap way, which is less of a recycling and more of like... So the polymer strands, the longer yeah. the strand, the better the plastic, basically. Right, right. But the way they do it, every time they recycle it, the strands get a little bit shorter. Oh, right, so you're turning right. great plastic into good plastic, good plastic into mediocre plastic, etc. So it's not really... I mean, it is removing waste, but mm-hmm. it's still the ultimate fate of that plastic is going to be thrown away because every time you recycle it, it becomes less useful. So now plastic now is, is petroleum-based, isn't it? There in, are in bioplastics. Yeah. There are bioplastics. And I have yeah. a feeling those are going to be a big thing in the next 10, well, 20 years. They they already become that because most of the food containers yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are, are plant-based Corn so, mostly, yeah. right? So they do Plastics. biodegrade, actually. Yeah. So, so you know. So those will be fine though, because they're based. They're corn based, right? Or Basically, any plastic you can make it out, or any plant you can make it out of. Oh, you can. Actually, my my three D printer, I can use plant 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 based plastics to print with. Did you make a pistol yet? Everybody <laughs> makes a pistol with their three D printer. Yeah, 3D I know. It's like, if I made a pistol out of PLA, I would fire it once. It would explode in my hand. That's right. very true. Very, very true. And honestly, I don't buy 
you know, like maybe a one-shot pistol, but plastic like that yeah. just doesn't handle that force I very agree. well. I agree. Not unless it's like, you know, the barrel is like four inches thick, in which case it's going to be basically unusable. Well, so here's what Uncle Tommy is telling everybody, and I thought you would have figured it out by now, like in the last 50 years, that in order for recycling to really work, aluminum's great because it's worth money. And because it's very difficult to extract from bauxite. Exactly. Plastic is not uh, that great a recyclable product. So what I would do, can you imagine how much, there? it has to be money-based. People are not going to do it unless there's money in it. Well, you remember when we were kids? Yeah. We would get a dime for a pop bottle. Well, it was three cents when I was a kid, but shut up. <laughs> well, it, was a dime. it got up to a dime. That's it the got last up to one a dime, yeah. I remember. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, you actually went around the neighborhood and, and looked for pop bottles because you, you were going to make killing yep. that weekend. Yeah, you're absolutely so, right. So, you know, yeah. you get, you know, 10, and you got a buck. And as a kid in the 60s and early 70s, a buck was a big deal. I would imagine if you went around the country and told farmers, hey, look, we need this many acres from you to grow corn to make plastic, then everybody makes money. It's biodegradable, so we're covered there. You can recycle it if you want, right, Andy? Before it degrades? Yeah. Yeah, so you have to make it so people make money, otherwise they won't do it. Mm -hmm. That's why recycling aluminum works so well, because they do make money from it. Yeah. You know? So you just got to – look, it's all about business. Everything's about money now. It always has been. Oh, but, I mean, well, it's yeah. really about money now, don't you think? So what we're saying basically is recycle your plastic and change your underwear. Those are the two things we've learned so far <laughs> on the Family Podcast. The oh, other thing working. is we've got music this week. Wow. <laughs> Did, what was the problem? I have no idea. You're just all of a sudden works now? Yeah. Well, all right, what then. the hell is that noise? Shaka Khan. Oh, it's Shaka uh, Khan. I thought it was some other garbage. Rocky <laughs> Shaka Khan. I mean, Rocky. I thought it was garbage, but since it's Shaka Khan, it's okay. Shaka Khan. I love Shaka Khan. She's a tough woman, man. Remember, she was out at the Carlton Celebrity Room, and they had the runway stage. She went down the runway and leaned over and grabbed everybody's drink and drank. Did she? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I never heard that one. It's a great story, man. That was a great story. We uh, do need to take a break here. God, that first segment's over already. We'll come back and uh, basically figure out, we'll we'll help everybody figure out nothing's going to work unless there's money in it for people. So make sure there's money in it for them, and it'll work like a charm. We'll be right back (laughs) with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Disgusting human being. (laughs) Is that right? That's exactly right. A lot of people are disgusting human beings. All right. We're on. In the spring, I hear she comes. 
back. I can't get my voice that high. I could back when I was a teenager, but not anymore, man. Oh, God. They're making a comeback. Who's making a comeback? Sly and the Family. They are? Yeah, I've been hearing them lately. Oh, my God. I, I It happened to me again, Andy. I clicked on that ad to show you guys, mm-hmm. and I cannot get off Microsoft Edge Windows Security. Yeah, you should not have done that. <laughs> but I wanted to show you. <laughs> all ads are poison now. They are. All, yeah. all ads are poison now. They absolutely are. That's why I either opt out or block, try to... I have an ad blocker on my computer at home. See, but that just, once again, are you in it to make money? Because if you screw me over every time I click on your ad, I'm never going to spend any money with you. Correct. Why would you do that? It's all about making money, you dumb <laughs> pea heads. Pea brain. There, that's better. Pea brain's better than pea <laughs> head. Pea head sounds obnoxious. All right, thank you. You got it done. Thanks, and, Andrew. And Newser is the worst. Oh, news but, is terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah news are, that, There's well, a lot that of was news sites that, that you, was newser. I well, I remember when I when we first started the show, I decided to try not using an ad blocker because I thought, hey, it's a computer for a business, you know, and ad blockers are yeah slightly shady, I suppose. So hey, I should be on the up and up. But I would go to news sites and they literally wouldn't load because there were so many ads on them that the computer couldn't like. Right. This, you know, built-in 2015 i5 processor computer couldn't keep up with the sheer number of ads that the news sites were, you know, forcing. So I had to install an ad blocker. There was no way. But what I don't get is they're making it so if you don't have an ad blocker, you can't visit their site. I was going to say. So why... I just don't get why they would design their site that way. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, right I mean, I that. had I put on the ad blocker and I went to Newser. And now I can't go to Newser because they won't allow yeah, me. Yeah, a lot of right. sites are doing that yep. now. Absolutely. So well, like, then, well, I you know, go out of business. So I, you know what I do? I copy and paste the headline, and I go to oh, yeah. Google or Bing. Yep. yep. And yep. Put it in there. And Newser is always the first one to come up. But then if you keep going down, you'll find another outlet to, to read yeah, the story on. Yeah. So. I mean, and be careful with Bing, too, because it's not great either. Right. I don't know. I, once again, here instead of just uh, hijacking people, why don't you learn how to make money with your product right. without having to screw people out of their money? But I do think it's a new sport in America. Why more? Why I shouldn't say new sport, a more widespread sport in America. It's not enough to get your money. I I have to screw you out of it because it makes me look smarter than you somehow. Well, I told you I've been going through this thing with my bank and yeah, right, exactly. First first time around, not North American Banking Company. No, it was not. Like to point that out, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But the the first the first time around, I um, was in St. Louis, and I don't have a laptop, so I couldn't check my bank account every day because right. I wasn't going to do it in a hotel computer and expose my... Right. So um, I get home from the weekend. I forget to do it that Monday night. Tuesday night, for some reason, it pops in my head, you haven't checked your bank account in like five days. Mm-hmm. I checked my bank account and $1,250 is gone. 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 Mm. It was donated to some charity in Chicago. <laughs> of course, the Tom Bernard charity. Yeah, exactly. No, it was Furman Community Ser- uh, Services. It's a legit place. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, really? But so, so whoever did it, it was at least had the wherewithal to donate it to a charity. Oh, well, that's good. Unless the bank misprocessed. Well, that's a possibility, and they, too. That and if that happened, they never owned up to that. Um, so it took me having, uh, of filing two appeals to get it back, plus bringing in the world's greatest attorney, Michael Bryant, to get my money. The back. world's greatest <laughs> attorney, Michael Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. He wrote a, wrote a letter for me and next day the money showed up. That's, he's, he is damn good, man. He's a really great lawyer. And so then... Last uh, earlier this week, I looked at my bank account, and somebody had, through uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, had put thirty-five cents in, and taken the thirty-five cents back out. So 
they'll tell you they're testing oh, your yeah, account yeah, yeah. at that okay. point. Yeah, I see. So I called the bank and immediately had that account closed at that point. Oh, you it's did? Like, okay. Boom. So it's testing. Yeah. Unbelievable. And so now I have a new uh, bank account and whatnot. But then I went through the whole thing and getting the money transferred and whatnot. And and it's partly my mistake because I went to the branch on campus, which is, you know, mostly students working there. Yeah, and right, right. they went through the process and transferred everything, but somehow the money got transferred back out. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, we're going to talk about a three-beat coming up here in a second about uh, what happened in the last 24 hours, which is just two women that cannot get enough attention, and this Uh-oh. is a huge problem. But one of them... I got some bad news for her, U.S. Representative Rashida Tlaib. You look exactly like Eddie Murphy in whiteface. Remember when Eddie used to do that whiteface bit? <laughs> yes. Look at her. She looks just like he did, didn't she? <laughs> Somewhat. She does. She looks like Eddie Murphy, which is not an insult. That's not what I'm saying. Eddie cuts a fine figure. I'm just, you know. Okay, so yesterday, um, Rashida Tlaib and, and Omar... Talib and Omar said they're going to go to Israel. They're going to the West Bank. They're going to go to Israel, right? And then uh, Israel said, no, you're not. And then Trump tweeted out, you'd make you look really weak if you did that. So uh, Israel did say, no, you can't come. Uh, so they were going. Then they weren't going. And then Talib said, well, I want to go visit my grandmother in the West Bank. She's 90 years old. I want to go see her. So I said, okay, but you cannot you know, talk, do any anti-Israel propaganda or any of that stuff. And then she said, well, that's wonderful because I get to see my, my grandmother, 90 years old, and all the rest of it. And then she decided today, no, I'm not going to travel to the West Bank to visit my grandmother after all, after Israel said it would allow the Michigan congresswoman to enter. The, by the way, it says congressman on the newswire. <laughs> she's not a congressman. She's a congresswoman. Get well, it work. Supposedly they were invited by a Palestinian. Palestine or Palestinian yeah, group. They were, yes, absolutely. Which they don't get along with the Jews too well. Well, I you know, know that, I mean? but but here's what I'm saying: um, silencing me and treating me like a criminal is not what she wants for me, her grandmother. It would kill a piece of me. I've decided that visiting my grandmother under those oppressive conditions—oppressive conditions—you can't run your mouth. Oh, that's really oppressive. That's just terrible. Look, these two women. They're actually, it's there are four of them. Right. They can't get enough attention. No. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. It's me, 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 more me now. Let's talk about me. That's all this is. And then, mm-hmm. Andy, didn't you say the grandmother made a comment about Talib not coming? It makes her proud that Rashida Talib is her, her yep. granddaughter. It was breaking well, news if, on MSN. If, if it means that much to see your grandmother, fly her over here. Yeah. Put her on an airplane, bring her back. You got tons of money now. Right. You, you got to be a millionaire. You're already in public office. You're all millionaires. Um, so, so where did the grandmother release this information you said on MSN? MSNBC. Oh, MSNBC. Well, I mean, it's not information. It's, I love my granddaughter. I love my granddaughter. Not really, you know, know news. But in any case, you know, here's the deal. We're coming. No, you can't come because you badmouthed our country. You know what? I want to see my grandmother. Okay, well, if you just want to see your grandmother, that's great, but here are a couple of conditions. Oh, then I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. It, it's just they can't get enough attention, and they can't cause enough trouble. I don't know Jesus. why they need the attention. Just I don't either. Just govern the country. Serve your people. Serve right. your constituents. What's wrong with that is a good that, idea. None of that has do anything to do with serving the people who elected them. No. Not a thing. Not a thing. Does not getting any new freeways built. It's not uh, taking care of the infrastructure. It's right. not uh, uh, clothing or feeding the homeless. It's not doing any of that. It's about, look at me. What am I doing? And it's all because of the celebrity of the office now. That's a, Oh, yeah, they're big-time celebrities. Yeah, that's all, they're that. all celebrities because of Twitter. It's true. Oh, Twitter is ruining the world. Mm-hmm. There is no question. Twitter and Facebook are destroying the earth. There's yeah, no name a politician that loves attention that isn't extremely active on Twitter. Well, exactly. It's That's a very, direct very correlation. I don't know. The whole thing just makes me sad. I, I, it just, uh, you know what I mean? It, it, could we all just calm down and yeah. not hate each other? Oh, did you see, by the way, uh, AOC? 
You know, she raised all that money, all of the tons of dough and all that. She's raised millions of dollars. For what? Uh, just so for her next run or they yeah. wanted to run for president or something. The only people who didn't contribute to her campaign, people in her own district. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Her own constituents didn't. I think 10 of them total. Now, you're talking about what? Is that New Jersey or is it New York and New Jersey? It's, is it the Bronx? I think so. I think it's it's New Jersey too, though, isn't it? Or maybe not. That can't be because the difference. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. But in any case, people from her own district wouldn't give her any money other than ten people, and I guarantee you they're all related. They can't yeah. stand this woman. Well, she makes them look horrible. She really does. Well, that's the thing. Very needy. I mean, you have a president that makes us all look bad because he can't be quiet and just govern, and then you have these. Yep. People on the other end of the spectrum. Oh, you're right. It, it, you're absolutely right about that. You got Donald Trump now talking about, well, what, what's the news today? Well, I want to buy Greenland. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, hey, if we can buy Greenland, then why not, right? Well, what are you going to do with it? Right. It's mostly ice. Yeah, 58,000 people total. Yeah, ice and volcanic rock, basically. Right. Yeah. So what would you do with it? Well, Greenland's main uh, claim to fame, as it were, is fishing. They're a big fishing. Oh, that's true, yeah. So... I mean, I guess technically we could make it into like a fishing outpost. I think it's wrong to guess. It doesn't really to... seem that, you know. You think they might want to put warheads there? Is that what that's yeah, all about? Maybe. Maybe. It's right in between the U.S. and Russia. I know it is. That's what I'm kind of wondering if we, why we wanted to buy, uh, to buy uh, mm. Greenland. I didn't know. Did you know the U.S. Virgin Islands only cost $25 million? Wow. That's, That's all we paid for it. There's a lot of people out there that can just buy those. <laughs> now, yeah. It only cost $25 million well, to buy it. That was when, back in the back, day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. When, when did we buy the U.S. Virgin Islands? Let's see here. In a long time. Well, I mean, for for its day, the Louisiana Purchase was not a, a you know. That's a lot to, of land, man. A lot of land for the money that we. Yeah, and it was like $500,000 or something because a dollar made well, so much more. It was going to be more than that, but then when they threw in Minnesota, the price went down. <laughs> All those people are a pain in the ass up there. Forget it. We're not doing it. What'd you find out? Uh, let's see. U.S. Virgin Islands. Well, it became the U.S. Virgin Islands. It was the was British Royal Colony or something. Is that what it was when we bought it? I can't remember. 1917. Yeah, so it's about 100 years ago. So let's do an inflation ago. calculation here. So 25 million in 1917. 1917, the current year. Current 25 year. 25 million. What do you got? Would have been 500 million. 500. God, 20. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. That the number doubles, what, every few years? That's basically um, what you're saying. Well, let's see. The cumulative rate of inflation is 1,900 in about 100 years. So, yeah, about 19% a year. Unbelievable. Yeah, that is pretty bad. That's really bad when you think of it. There are, there are, yeah, 19% per year. What the hell is that? Well, what if we go back to 2009, though? Let's see. Um, that's 19% per 10 years. So Yeah, that's right. Did you? Yeah, so 1.9%. I mean, it's still every decade you lose 20% of your money. Yeah, you do. Which makes it nearly. If you're going to save money, you have to invest it and you have to make at least 2% on it a year or else you're losing losing money. I see now that they've got some investments that are very solid investments, 10% return. Wow. That's pretty big, man. Did you also see that the prime interest rate dropped? It did drop, yeah. So it's uh, the we're time. just about to buy a house. That's so. what you say. It's hey. the time to buy a house or whatever. Mm, unless it's an expensive house. Well, it is not because, an expensive house. Because state and local taxes are not allowed on your federal return anymore. Right. So, uh, and by the way, Minneapolis, good luck to you because your mayor wants to raise your property taxes by 7%. Wow. <sighs> it's like, okay. I've never lived in a place where my well, state and local taxes even mattered. Got anywhere near the standard deduction. I don't know. It just seems like Minnetonka keeps raising mine every year. Oh, they do raise it every year. You're right. It's well, most most towns do. Yeah, but well, let me, oh, let me grab the phone. The hotline. The hotline, ladies and gentlemen. Here it comes, <laughs> and I'm going to bring it up right now. Uh, there were times in the military when we weren't. Yeah, in, I read that. Oh, that, you read that one. Oh, yes. so they, they go from the bottom up. Is that how they go? I guess so. Share the investment ideas. Well. <laughs> Andy goes, well. <laughs> well. 
there are investment firms. Um, I could find out the name of some of them if you want. I could absolutely. I don't know well, what they are now. Pete Nigerian with his brother John has a. Yeah, Pete and John do a good job from what yeah. I understand. Just yeah. type in John Nigerian or Pete Nigerian. It's a vest. If that's something, but N A J A R I E N is that what it is? or is it A A I A N? Don't type in Nigerian investments. Nigerian investments. <laughs> yes, that'd be really good. Probably won't end well. I told Pete I'd invest with him if he cut his ponytail. <laughs> He's not cutting his ponytail. I was just kidding. I never told him. That. I haven't talked to him. I talked to him. Several. I heard him on a radio show yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah, he was on Barrero's show. Oh, he was. But yeah. Barrero wasn't there, so I couldn't listen to it. Well, who was on it instead? Uh, his Dan sidekick. Whose sidekick? Dan's. Oh, Barrero's sidekick? His producer. Yeah. I don't know. Who's, who is that? I don't even know who that uh, is. Justin Gard. Oh, he's the guy that's on the TV show with him. Right. Oh, okay. Is he not not good? Uh, I mean, I've never heard him. I'm not making well, a call here. I'll tell you off here. <laughs> oh, that's, oh God, we got to take a break well, anyway. We'll be right back with filth from JB. <laughs> What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, he's playing a little Sly and the Family Stone, hot fun in the summertime. I love that song. So you said Sly's back on tour? No, I'm just saying that I hear it played more on XM. Oh, you hear it played? Yeah. That's, it was a great group. Yeah. I want you to hit those notes right there. do it i try but i can't get my voice that high always love sly and the family stone you know one of the reasons i loved him so much because he had such a terrible attitude i <laughs> felt right at home <laughs> i thought it was fantastic no uh, that that picture i showed you of my baseball team we're going yes, for sir. the championship of the our league has 20 something 25 27 teams in it and then playoff time they separate us in three in three different Groups, double A, no, triple A, double A, single A. Well, we're in single A, which would be the worst. Mm. And uh, we were the lowest seed of the worst group, and we're in the championship round. Well. (laughs) We only won two games regular season, the last two games of the season, and then we now are three three for four in the playoffs. So it's all about getting hot at the right time. I guess it is true. Andy, yeah. I can't. I don't know how to open this because somebody sent me a Dan Bongino message. You just press the button at the bottom there and oh, you swipe it up. Oh, yes. Wow, I didn't know to swipe up. Yeah, Dan Bongino is a guy that's on Fox News. He used to be a police officer. Then he was, I believe, in the Secret Service. He now does commentary on the news. Mostly, I think it's maybe all on Fox now. But Dan Bongino is a very smart. He's a black man in America today, by the way. So oh, I don't know. Never you know heard of him. Dan Bongino? Yeah. He's a very, very smart guy. Speaking of black men in America, I have something to tell you. Uh-oh. Is it a good thing? 
Yeah. Is it but, about Philip? Yes. But I he, knew it. <laughs> I knew it would be about Philip. <laughs> Absolutely. On the Dan Bongino podcast, he talked about how eliminating salt was good for the Fed because high-tax states weren't contributing because salt was deducted from those states while the low-tax states paid the full. Yeah, but what they should have done is just said, we'll do it incrementally, not just wipe it out. So I understand that Dan Bongino mm-hmm. is right when he says that, but they should have done it incrementally. That, that Minnesota should not be punished for Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York. That's the problem. Right. We got thrown in. The, well, and again, part of it was based on the fact that Minnesota did not vote for Donald Trump. Basically, the salt really nails the inability to write off your salt taxes, really nails Democratic states. Well, that nails high tax states, which <laughs> right. all happen to which be Democratic. Which is Democratic states. Right. It's the same thing. I mean, Minnesota is one of the worst tax states, if not the worst tax state in the entire country. Yeah, it always so. goes back and forth between us and Massachusetts. Yep. Oh, is that right? Right. Because of, you know, the Kennedys. Yeah, yeah I suppose that's true. I, can you even imagine, though, living in a, in a $50 million house in Los Angeles... You're paying 2% property taxes, and you can't write them off? Right. Woo! That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot, a lot of money. So, yeah, I understand that it was a smart idea. I agree with Dan Bongino on that, but it should have been done. The problem that we have as human beings, and particularly in the government and in big business, it's all or nothing. Right. You can either do it or you can't. Well, how about if we do it incrementally, just kind of ease into the whole thing? You pay this, you pay this, you pay this. Why is that a problem? There's no moderation in anything. My guess is they didn't do it that way because California, Illinois, and New York would not cooperate. That would be my guess. Probably. They probably said, screw you. Oh, no, forget it. We're not doing it incrementally. So everybody gets punished, mm-hmm. you know. So in general, I don't know, the whole thing is, what a messy system this is. It really is not very good, but what are you going to do? Uh, when, when Catherine and I were over in Germany uh, for our 35th wedding anniversary just a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago now, there are a lot of cigarette machines in Germany. <laughs> you, Europe? When's the last is, time you saw a cigarette machine? Yeah, people love to smoke in Europe. There, there's one on campus, but, is it it really? but it doesn't sell cigarettes. Oh, Okay, it's, well, never mind. It says, it, it says fresh air packets, but they look like the cigarette boxes. Oh, they do? But oh. it can't be air. Well, could, that's so I, it could be. It sounds like an anti-smoking like, joke. Oh, it probably is an anti-smoking joke. That's probably Countries what it is. by cigarette consumption per capita. <laughs> Germany, England, uh, France. Let's see. Oh. Keep going down the list, brother. <laughs> But they Scotland, also, definitely. But they, but they also are not as obese as we are. When you combine no, smoking with well, yeah. obe- obesity. They are not. You're right. Oh, man. I, I, for some reason, I've started looking <clears throat> at body types in the last couple of weeks. We are an obese country. Mm-hmm. Well, especially women now, they said. That's not my observation. They, I was told that the obesity rate in women has skyrocketed. And I don't know why that would be. I have no idea. Let's see. Eastern Europe... Uh, like Western Middle East yeah. and Asia are like the main smokers. But yeah, and then after that, it's Western Europe. So yeah, Germany's on there. Spain, yeah. Italy, yeah. Switzerland, well, Netherlands. They were the in Germany, man. <laughs> yep. But, so let's see. Comparatively, we smoke 1,000 cigarettes per year per person. Okay, three cigarettes a day. Yeah, so... Well, neither one of the three of us smoke, so some, there are some people smoking yeah. for yeah. us. Somebody's oh, having yeah. 12. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> having 12. Well, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't smoke they anymore smoke, either. Oh, that's right. Germany smokes about 60% more than us, so 1,600. Really? Uh, but Andorra, 6,400. Holy God. Was it four packs a day? Uh, let's see. That would be... That'd be like eighty cigarettes a day, wouldn't it? Hundred divided by three hundred sixty-five. That would be seventeen point five cigarettes per day per person. Oh, so also oh, per person. Yeah. So if you factor out the people who don't smoke, which you know, so it's a pack a day per person. So it's probably at least three packs a day for a lot of them. Yeah, for a lot of them. Um, but in those other countries, their cigarettes pro- are probably not as poisonous either. Yeah, possibly. It's 
hard to say. It's a possibility. Like, I know that Japan has a relatively high smoking rate, but lung cancer is no more common there than it is here. Yeah. And they don't know if it's because the cigarettes aren't causing lung cancer, which I doubt. I mean, it's still right. smoke. Yeah, right. They think that a large part of the reason is genetics, that Japanese sure. people are just, that. you know, yep. they're more or less likely to get cancer from smoking because their lungs, you know, One of the coolest that. yet horrifying sights I've ever had in my entire life. <clears throat> First time I ever saw a guy smoke through the hole in his tracheotomy, <laughs> his tracheotomy hole. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> he, he's, I mean, he, and he made a face. He was, he went like. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you have to like really. You got to really pull on it. Mm-hmm. My after my dad had his, he wouldn't smoke through his neck, but he would blow the smoke. <laughs> he would sometimes. So how the hell would he get it down through from his mouth? I don't know. He Did you tell your dad not to smoke after he had a tracheotomy? He eventually quit. That's, that's good. good. How yeah. old was your dad when he died? Seven. It was the, and I always say he reached it, but it was the day before his 77th birthday. That is unbelievable. The day before his birthday, he died. Right. Good God. Uh, speaking of tobacco, the reason I brought tobacco up in the first place is because uh, cigarette packs in America apparently are now going to contain warnings. And there are these supposedly horrifying, but FDA unveils graphic cigarette warning labels. Tobacco companies block them once and are expected to try to block them again. They've been doing that for a long time, though, they haven't have, they? But, they're, I mean, these are the ones with, like, people with toes missing right. and well, <clears throat> holding up a pair of black lungs. They, the compromise was the warning verbiage on the boxes. Yeah, oh, that's but they, right. they right. feel that's not working anymore. Um, mm. I will tell you this, the pictures of these people who have, you know, smoking, uh, causes COPD, a lung disease, it can be fatal smoking during pregnancy stunts, fetal growth, tobacco smoke can harm your children, all these, as bad as these pictures are, they are nowhere near as bad as the ones in Germany, yeah. right on the cigarette machines, right on the machines. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of a, a woman who, who, who from her, the bridge of her nose down has no face. Oh. I mean, she has no face at all. Yikes. Apparently, she just, you know, like, pours liquid down her throat for nourishment. She can't eat anymore. But, I mean, these pictures they have on the machines in Germany, holy <laughs> Hannah, I'll never be smoking, <laughs> I can tell you that. Holy God. Well, the problem with that tactic is that it's they're showing you individual people. Right. So people can always say, that'll never happen to me. Those people were just unlucky. Right, right. Well, that's true. That, that's so, what they will say. I think statistics would make more sense than shocking images of, you know. You could always just say, oh, that was a one in a million chance. That person yeah. just basically, yeah. you know, they won the reverse lottery. I love this argument, by the way. Pressed again to uh, on Senate run, Beto O'Rourke gives his answer. It's a no because I'm taking this fight directly to Donald Trump. Beto, you have no chance. Give right. it up. Let it go. Good God, you and Cory Booker are the biggest pains in the ass on earth. Well, the the only person I ever thought had a chance is Biden. Biden, Biden but he's yeah. just a but now he's like buffoon. Got Alzheimer's apparently. Well, so does Donald Trump. So they match <laughs> up nicely. Donald makes his ridiculous comments all the time too. I, I don't know why. You know, to tell you the truth, the arrogant part of being the president is. I don't know where that came from, because they said FDR was extremely arrogant, but of course we weren't around then, so I wouldn't know. Uh, I know Jimmy Carter was not. No. George W. Bush was not. Um, eh, Trump and, and Obama are pretty damn arrogant, both of them. I don't know. I don't know where it would have started. Probably FDR, do you think? Or maybe George Washington. Probably. <laughs> maybe that's well, where Kennedy it all started. Was- he was arrogant. Yeah, but, Kennedy was arrogant. But, that's true. Washington People, turned down the title of king, so he did. Yeah, he wanted, been to be, that arrogant. wanted to be king, and he said, "No, I don't want to be king." But it's good to be king. <laughs> Remember, that's what Jesse said when he walked into the governor's residence. Mm-hmm. It's good to be king. You're the governor. You're not the king. <laughs> okay. So let's get that straightened away. And if you keep it up, we'll get you out of there one way or another. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. But well, he. Only, I wonder why he didn't run again. I think he knew the handwriting was on the wall. Think, think that he was going to get hammered? Yeah. I don't know how this uh, Tim Walls, isn't that his name, the current, yeah. current governor? How's he? I wonder how he's doing. Is he doing anything he right? He seems to be, he doesn't have an ego. 
He seems. Well, it doesn't seem like he's got a huge ego. That's no, true. He, he he seems to have the ability to look at an issue and weigh both sides. Well, I hope so. Well, where's his geef promise though? He made a promise of medical marijuana. I mean, uh, I think he's working recreational on recreational marijuana. Well, right now he's trying to deal with the insulin issue, which is oh, is he? Oh, that's tough, man. That's well, a tough job. They just they just passed one law that. For in Minnesota, it's going to be twenty five bucks for insulin. Twenty five dollars? Yeah. What's it now? Oh, depending on who, who you deal with, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, well, so good. yeah, the, drug companies should not, and it was the politicians that let them do that. Right. That's the other thing. The politicians are responsible for all of that stuff. Well, he hasn't passed anything, but he's really right. working on it, and he's. Got both sides of the aisle to at least sit down and talk about it to the point there might be a special session session soon. I hope so. I hope they take care of it. People need it to stay alive. Could you right. help them out? And That'd be nice. we shouldn't be sending people to Canada. No, exactly. You know, and interrupting or disrupting their lives where it's a medi- medi- medicine that was, you know, always, in, you know, low cost and... and High supply here in America, and now you want to price gouge the crap out of it, right? To yeah. make up the money you're losing on other stuff. That's exactly it. It's true. But I, I saw something. There is a new drug out that is ten times more deadly than fentanyl. Oh, carfentanil? Is that what you're talking about? Is carfentanil? No, it didn't have the word fentanyl in it. Oh, it didn't. No, carfentanil is what like a thousand times more more yeah, it's uh, pretty powerful. Strong. So, God. but they said, because I was list, uh, looking at that uh, Patriot Act show. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he brought up the fact that those companies who have been killing people with the fent- fentanyl are now are the ones who are in control of the antidote. Hmm. See, it should never have been allowed. Once again, that was a politician that got that done. I guarantee it. Why do they do it? Why, I say, why? So so to brighten your day, Philip took me to dinner on Monday. Oh, good. I want to hear this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, real quick. He took me to no, dinner. On, real quick. Um, he took me to Fogo de Chão. Which I, I've See, never I know. been there. i got to go there. Yes. It, I heard it's great. Yeah, and they actually remodeled it since the last time I've been in there. But it has a wonderful salad bar. And then they have these people that walk around with different cuts of meat, and you have this card, green for go, and then they come to your table and ask you, more meat, more meat, do you want this, do you want that? And then you can flip it over to red, and they don't bother you. Really? Yeah. Is it really good, huh? Yeah. I heard it's really good. It's the first time I wasn't really in. I thought the meat was done Minnesota style, which is boil it first. And yeah, then yeah, right. Now it's actually like it had juices and flavor and stuff. Well, that's good. So That's a good thing. I'll yeah. give it a whirl. Because they have, they have uh, valet, don't they? Yes. Because I ain't going unless they have valet. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm sorry. You. I'm not going downtown Minneapolis unless you have valet and mm-hmm. your valet's got a pistol and so do I. <laughs> we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, with the family.